now you're afraid to cough, I right? Am. I don't want people to sexualize my cough. Yeah, people are going to sexualize your cough. As a woman, everything you do gets sexualized. You're going to bone it to my cough? Yeah. It's going to like... Feels rude. Yeah, it's... uh. Yeah, it sounds like she's choking on one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like in middle school or high school, you don't want to eat a banana as yeah. a girl. Yeah. Bananas are delicious. You definitely don't want to... Well, Suck on a popsicle. To be fair, you also don't want to be seen eating a banana as a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's like nobody wants to be seen. In, eating in a banana Eating a banana is like the most embarrassing <laughs> That was a, the banana's fruit, like self-defense. <laughs> might be delicious, but when you eat me, it's going to look like a dick. It, it, evol- <laughs> it evolved to look like a dick. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's a good defense. You're right. That's yeah. Good, dude, you, like man was looking at bananas in that tree for hundreds of years before they were like, all right, fuck it, whatever. They had to change the name. It used to be called dick fruit. <laughs> We've got to rebrand the banana, <laughs> the can't. dick fruit. I'm not eating dick fruit. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Our, our people have been starving for generations. Like, I'm not fun <laughs> eating the dick fruit. Yeah, that's, uh, man. That's really what the Adam and Eve story was about. It wasn't an apple. It was a dick fruit. <laughs> it was a dick fruit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, I really appreciate the fact that you've been getting into, like, Horticulture. Yeah. You know a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the knowledge, <laughs> the wisdom is deep. It is, man. It is. Yeah. I, uh, I just saw this preview for the movie called The Fr- it's, it's a Purge movie. You know those Purge movies? Yeah. Right? And this is the newest one coming out. It's called The Forever Purge. Oh. Yeah. So, like in the preview, it's they're showing it. It's like the end of The Purge. And I've never seen one of these Purge movies, but apparently it ends with a siren. Okay. That lets you know it's because it's like 24 hours or something. You kill people. Yeah, whatever you want. And then all the crime you want to commit for 24 hours. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, so then there's like a siren all across the nation that lets everybody know that they're done purging. Yeah. And so that siren's going off, but then people are still purging. And then the news is like, people are still purging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening all across the nation. And there's this guy like, it's the forever purge. Yeah. You know, and it's. The first thing I thought was like, well, they kind of have to, like, purge movies, which I'm shocked are allowed to still be made, yeah. you know, in this climate that we were in, considering we went through yeah. a summer of purge last yeah, year. really. Right? So, the fact that they're even getting away with a purge movie is ridiculous. Right. Right? But they have to up the ante. It can't be just 24 hours anymore. Yeah. We had a whole purge summer. Yeah. Like, how is the purge movie going to even compete with that? That's true. That's true. The movie is a little close to home. Like, it a does. Bit, like, like, it don't, does. Don't give people this idea. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's uh, they white faced it. There's no black people in the movie. No, because you can't kill black people in well, a purge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I think we found a loophole. <laughs> Dude, purge would get racist so instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dramatically, uh-huh. because first of all, uh, white people. It's like the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. Or the perjurer's dilemma. Yeah. It's a prison system. Yeah. Well, white people have to kill black people. Yeah. Like, it's immediately when the purge starts. If you see a black person, you have to kill that black person. You have no choice. Why? Because of the fear that during purge, this person's, like, going to get retribution on white people. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you, you would imagine that that would be what some people think the purge would be for black people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, well, you can't 
Take you can't let back. You gotta, you gotta like immediately. You gotta get people together. And like, all right, as soon as the person starts, we gotta go to this black neighborhood and start fucking them up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And then if you're black people, well, it's the purge. I mean, you gotta get white people. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like, come on. You can you cannot make your version of the purge. Yeah, but also it'd be terrifying too to be a black person, knowing that white people probably think I'm gonna come after them. Yeah. So they're gonna be terrified. So now I have to kill white people. Yeah. So now I have to get a group of black people to go to this white neighborhood and start fucking people up. Yeah. And then it's like we're just like in each other's neighborhood looking around and we're only seeing the people of our own color. <laughs> and we're starting like, fuck, it's like not a lot of time left in this purge. I mean, <laughs> killing each other? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you get in a black neighborhood and it's a bunch of dead white people. You get in a white neighborhood and it's a bunch of dead black people. Yeah. And that is balance. That is the that yin is, and the yang. The yin you and found the yang. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is that is pretty wild to uh, think about that, yeah, like, ra- as a racial thing, yeah. You know, it's like like what else? Like what else do you do in a purge? Like how do you? How would you? Tar- what would you? How would you target during a purge? What uh, What is it in those movies? Yeah, what is it exactly? Like what is it in those movies that makes? Because you have to start with good people that something forces them to kill somebody, right? Yeah, again, I've never seen any of these movies, but from the previews of the movies, especially the first one, it seems like it focused on a family that was just trying to stay alive during the purge. Yeah, that's fair. You know, as far as I could tell by the previews. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, eventually they're going to have to kill to defend themselves. Right. Right. So it's. uh, Yeah, but I mean, that's that's a noble path. Right, During right. The purge. So everybody else is just monsters that just need somebody to tell them, like, you can kill people now. And they're like, I'm going to kill a family. I mean, I guess. Again, I've never seen the movie. I don't want to mischaracterize any of the people in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess how sensitive it is now in America. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to I don't want to mischaracterize the bad guys in the Purge movie. Yeah. They're probably good people. Definitely. You know? Definitely. <laughs> no like, judgment. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's, uh, yeah, I don't even know. How, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Me neither. I don't. I wouldn't stop start killing people. Yeah. What's gonna happen to the Puerto Ricans? Have a parade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rican parade. <laughs> oh, that'd be so ridiculous. They're just so festive, they just can't be they're just like a border of festivity around the Puerto Rican parade. Yeah. <laughs> man, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. I uh Yeah, man. So what's up? How you been? I've been I've been Working, Sydney. Yeah. I had a work a week of hard work. Yeah, work put them fingers to the bone. Yeah. I was uh I was in charge this week. Yeah. It's a lot to be in charge. You're a boss ass bitch? I was. Yeah, how'd you feel about that? Um, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean it's a lot of work if you want to be a good boss. Yeah. Right? It doesn't uh, there are a lot of shitty bosses out there. And yeah, I guess it's always a lot of work, but it's like the type of work that you put in whether or not it's rewarding matters. Yeah, right? yeah. Because if you're putting in the proper hard work, at the end of the day, it's rewarding. Yeah. You know, when you're putting in the wrong type of hard work, at the end of the day, there's more hard work. Yeah. You know, you're just leaving. You're create, you, you've created more work. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Because a lot of, like, like, a lot of bad bosses are dealing with a lot of um, just, like, bullshit tension between them and their employees because they've caused that tension. You talk down to a person one time, mm. shit's over. Mm-hmm. 
you, you could never do that again for 10 years, but that person will always remember how you abused that power that one day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that one day. And it'll be a time when it's like a review time and they're going to ask you right in front of the other person, like, hey, you know, you can get him fired right now and take his job. Was he ever a dick? Yeah. And it's just like. Purge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pur- man. That's, yeah. Yeah. I felt like things were pretty efficient. I was pretty proud of that. Like, yeah. Got things done. Let me ask you this question. I don't know if it's to uh, it's going to confirm or demystify anything. Did you feel like in the course of your bossing that you were being treated differently because you're a woman? <laughs> Good or bad? Um, I feel like some of that is something that I'm aware of, and I always make sure that um, you know, because part of my job requires manual labor, right? Yeah. And um, that that is something that I could definitely get away from doing if I wanted to mm-hmm. get out of it, you know. But I I don't want to get out of it. I enjoy doing it, and you know, and I'm pretty good. I'm I'm a good farm hand, you yeah. know. Like I can move some hay bales and stuff. Yeah, hay bales. You said yeah. it right this time. I know. I was nervous. Well, wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Um, so you know, I get out there and I I do it. So that's yeah. something that. So, but there's comments about it. Like that's always something that, like, yeah, it's it's, it's well, I, I will say this: it's, it's really funny to me that a lot of uh, a lot of females with like farmhand body are ashamed of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're out there like, nah, give me something to fucking move. Put it yeah. on my shoulders. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this tent. I got this ten by fifteen tent. I'll carry it to the golf cart. Yeah. So, what kind of comments do you get? Um, I get a lot of comments like, like, "Hey, she's got a black husband." <laughs> 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 Somebody's down with the swirl. <laughs> yeah. Like if I wear a tank top, people make like comments about like, like I want to know about your arm workout or like you know yeah. things like that. Like, um, is that me? <laughs> is that me in the morning before you leave yeah. the house? <laughs> You're one of them. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is a bunch of black people commenting on your jackness all day yeah, long. Yeah. 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 You it's know, and people will be like, oh, I can get that. And I have to be like, no, I can do it. You know, it's cool. like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> like I, I was, I was going to ask you to help me, but I figured if I do it the reverse psychology <laughs> way, I kind of save face this way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I, uh, yeah. You ready to get into this show? Mm-hmm. What's up? Welcome to Two Jack Bros. We've just been hanging in there. We've just been small talking. Yeah. A little water cooler chit chat. Yeah, just a little talking small, mm-hmm. you know? That we discovered Puerto Ricans. That's fun. <laughs> the Puerto Rican parade. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That's just a good time. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I just imagine it being like a bunch of like half naked booty shaking and bulletproof vests though. <laughs> it's like it's the only thing people are wearing are bulletproof vests. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's, they're all like decorated bulletproof vests. You know? <laughs> it's Sparkly a, gems on them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of Puerto Rican decorations. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, so... Yeah, welcome to Two Jack Bros, the only comedy podcast where enlightenment is the goal. Oh, nothing. What? Um, that was a big O. Oh, that seemed like an epiphany. <laughs> no, I had something, but um, I had something for the for the setup, yeah. for the ambiance, but I'm going to save it till next time because we're going to make some more ambiance changes before the next show. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Right? And of course, it's a comedy podcast, and we say things, you yeah. know, because one of our tenets in this podcast is to tell the truth and be truthful. Yes. Right? And truthful 
really has a lot to do with you being honest to who you are. It's like one of those things, you know, people get lucky sometimes with personalities and some people have a personality that is like just a, like a, a, like middle of the line enough everywhere where they're not offending anybody mm-hmm. with their sensibilities, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, they're lucky. They get to mm-hmm. be honest and truthful. Yeah. And not disturb anybody, but like I'm not going to not live my truth mm-hmm. because the perjury can parade tickles me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. So you just have to find your balance, find your yin and your yang. We know you're full yeah. of yang. Yeah. You must find your yin. Get, your, get yin, 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 <laughs> yin. Get in, get, get you in there. Yeah. <laughs> get, 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 yeah. So uh, anyway, so one of the things that we do uh, on this podcast every week is we make sure that we reset our energy back to neutral because we don't want to have any negative energy going into this podcast, especially when we're trying to achieve enlightenment throughout the podcast. Yes. Right. So this first segment that we do is called My Bad. Mm-hmm. It's where we just ha- have an apology that we put out there into the world. Maybe it's to a person. Uh, maybe it's to a thing, place. It's, you know, some, some noun. Mm-hmm. Apologize to some noun, mm-hmm. right? And you put that out there, reset that back to neutral. This person, place, or thing may not even he- hear or know about this apology, but just putting that out into the ether is helpful, mm-hmm. right? What do you got? What do you got, answer? I guess I'm not quite <coughs> even ready for this apology yet, but um, I guess I got to apologize to that lady at the grocery store. I hated her. Wait, which lady? The old lady, older lady that was checking me out that I felt like was just nasty. Yeah. He judged me for not having bags, I believe. Yeah, not they're getting bringing my own bags to the grocery store. They're getting that way at Whole Foods. They're getting really judgmental to people, especially if they have like if a person before you has bags. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, and then when you come up, she didn't have three kids though. Y- yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, but uh, wait, why is that fair though? It, <laughs> I'm just having your bag because that's the thing that I do. I feel like it's a lot to, you know, like plan having kids and bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put them all in my car. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound hard at all. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're comfortable saying that out loud and still having that be a reason you wanted to fight a bitch in Whole Foods? That's why I'm apologizing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you try to, you try to uh, pull the three kid card real quick. <laughs> I pull that card a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to pull it with a little more discretion. You're just pulling it willy nilly right now. <laughs> that wasn't the time to pull that card. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, itchy card finger over here. Yeah, and she yelled at me about making a straight line. I'm like, I have three kids. <laughs> you see them? I'm trying to get them in line. That that is a good time to pull that card. Yeah. It is hard to form a line with three kids. <laughs> I've learned that. It's so hard. Wherever you are, the line distorts. <laughs> Especially when you're like, you're still in this world of people being like, are we six feet apart? So now this line is like yeah. weirdly in the, you know, you're in the middle of the aisle now and you're like trying to keep these three monkeys from blocking people walking by. And and kids are always, like even before, even in the before times, having three kids in a line People in the line around you or trying to create a buffer yeah. between you and those kids, yeah. you know? So with this six feet thing, now you have a rotating buffer. You have a, mm-hmm. you have a, a dynamic buffer yeah. where people are like, basically it's like m- our kids are playing tag with the other people in line. <laughs> <laughs> people are running from our kids in line. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. That's uh. Yeah, so you, I mean, you, are you done your apology? Is there any more specifics you wanted to say about the apology and, and uh, why you need to make it? 
And I just was really, um, I think, you know, you've been talking a lot about your grocery store uh, escapades and like the lady that you were like, you know, at first you thought didn't like you and you were giving her bad energy back. Mm -hmm. I just totally like, like I was, I was cool with our kids all day. Yeah. Right before this, I was like, guys, stay in line. I'm going to go right here. I was looking for something. You just stay in line. All of a sudden, like, they all follow me over here. I'm like, no, you're supposed to. And, like, it was, like, the first time I got frustrated with them today. Yeah. I was like, you're supposed to stay in line, you know? Yeah. And then she had a comment about the line. And I think I took some, like, I just had heated energy that I threw on her. Dude, it takes the pull of one thread. It's just so funny. Like, you, like, float it into the whole, like, Whole Foods in a lotus position. Like, oh. Um. <laughs> and then she was, like, get in line. You're like, you fucking bitch. I know. <laughs> I was like shopping for presents for people. <laughs> I was like, like, I love the world. Or it's like you like like it's like you're you're like floating in your lotus position, just floating around Whole Foods, and then she says something and your eyes open, and you're like, "Pardon me." <laughs> <laughs> you want to say that one more time, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all it takes, man. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's it's uh, that's why it's so difficult to have any sort of like consistent. Uh, like peace and stability, like yeah. mental stability. Uh -huh. You know, it, it, it's almost like a release valve. Yeah, you know, we. I think we need it. Yeah, I think we're like. It's like if you don't, if you don't do that, you have to get into like really weird, freaky sex stuff. <laughs> there's got to be other options. Like, no, it's there's either like one it's other it's enlightenment. Dude. Enlightenment is the other option. So you, okay, I, I, mm, you think so? You think people that are enlightened don't every now and again be like, shut the fuck up. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I'm and sorry. And they do tantric sex. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They're into some weird freaky sex shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. I get, uh, man, I don't want to get into freaky <laughs> sex stuff, man. This is like a big concern in your life. It is. Like, I, I just don't want, it just seems like a lot of extra work and I like cleaning apparatuses <laughs> and shit. I don't want to be. In like we have like we'll have what like we're not good at that stuff. We'll have crusty apparatuses around our house. I think you're, <laughs> you're crusty <laughs> apparatuses. <laughs> no, we won't. Oh, that's gross. Yes, <laughs> that is a gross thing to think about us. Yeah, in a different in a parallel universe. <laughs> They're sitting around the house with crusty dildos <laughs> and crusty ball gags and crusty anal beads. That wouldn't be us, Sydney. If yeah? that was if we were those people, we wouldn't. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. If we were those people, who would clean the apparatuses? You would. No. You like gadgets. Nah, not those kinds of gadgets. Nah, nah. <laughs> I don't like cleaning fluids off of gadgets. <laughs> not my thing. Mm. Yeah. You like never take the protective wrap off gadgets? Yeah. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it's not the, not the protective wrap. Like, you know, um, like when a phone has that screen, that little... Peel like the protective wrap. Yeah, it's not no a one. wrap. It's like okay. a layer. Yeah, the protective you know, like layer. A, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, do 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 uh, dildos have plastic like that? Maybe that's our million dollar idea. <laughs> Con dildo condoms. <laughs> yeah. Are you tired of cleaning your crusty <laughs> apparatuses? <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's like the more disposable you can make freaky sex, the more I guess I can like. Squint my eyes at it, you know, like, <laughs> ah, yeah, you Call know. it too jacked. Yeah. Too jacked rap. Too jacked rap. Like a too jacked rap. Like a rap for your yeah. dildo. Yeah. I was going to say like unjack rap. 
unjack rap. Um, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like the the no jack rap. The no jack. <laughs> yeah. No jacking for this rapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We got our business. Yeah. We got a little business. Now just having that business. Now we're freaky sex people. We are. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to get high on our own supply. <laughs> that's the. That's how. That's how it goes bad. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're like in a room, like in a pile of dildos, <laughs> just like sniffing, snorting dildos. <laughs> yeah. That was not. That's good. That's a good apology. Yeah. So I, I apologize to her for my shitty energy that I brought into the equation. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> my, my bad. bad. My bad for my bad for disturbing the balance of this Whole Foods. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So I have, so my apology is basically to, uh, like my, my, my judgment, not even just to comedians, but to just anybody that does anything that I have a judgment towards where in my mind, in that moment, I, I think that my judgment determines the value of that thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I mean by that is like, I was hanging out with some, some comedians recently. You're talking about different comedians, antics and different things like that. And of course it comes up, you know, d- d- based off of the, the the explosiveness of the antic, you at some point start to, you know, dis- like, well, is this person funny? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, well, no, they're not funny. Yeah, it, But it's like, well, I mean, I don't get to determine whether or not this person is objectively funny just because I subjectively don't find them funny. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, uh, like, right, that energy feels powerful when you're hanging out with people and you're like, nah, they're not funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, nah, they're not. This person sucks. And the other people are like, you're right. Mm. And you're like, yes, let's do another one. <laughs> <laughs> Just start rattling them off and I'll tell you that they suck and you'll agree with me and we'll keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun that's a fun thing to do. And it's like, you, I just want to, I don't know, man. It's, it's uh, you can, I, I don't know, the, the, the speed at which you can feel it building to, in, in a way that makes you feel like you have some sort of power in the moment, mm-hmm. it's like this feels wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, like again, I don't feel wrong that I don't find these people funny. Right, right. But I feel wrong have feeling like uh, like a power behind not thinking they're funny, as if somehow me not thinking they're funny makes them not funny. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 goes for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's like them being funny or like a particular. A fighter in my in my mind not being a good fighter, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like uh, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm trying I'm trying to be mindful of that right now. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, I feel like if you're not if if you allow yourself to um, think that your interpretation of somebody's um, lack of ability or lack of talent determines that that person actually lacks talent what are you going to think of you in a moment when you think you lack talent mm-hmm. right and so you can't have it both that shit creeps in mm-hmm. whether you like it or not it's going to creep in mm-hmm. right and which is uh because you notice like at the end of a fight when we're talking like you see ufc fighters mma boxing even not so much in boxing but definitely more in mma where they're like so many they're just they're trying to murder each other in, mm-hmm. in every way possible um, after the fight, these people respect each other. They're hugging each other. They're loving each other. And it's like, yeah, because they, like, even though they were like, you fucking suck, you fucking suck, like, they don't really think that. Mm-hmm. They're just saying that shit. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, anyway, it's just my, my apology is a little bit of, um, I guess, uh, existential. 
It was a little existential. Yeah. I feel like um, it made me think about maybe, and I don't know if this is ancient wisdom, but you know how we say treat others like you want to be treated? Yeah. I feel like that could be have been misinterpreted from something that really means, you know, how you treat others is how you treat yourself. That Man, you're on fire today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You're <laughs> Goodness welcome. gracious, man. And also, thank you for being here, listeners. Yes, yes. <laughs> you like that little? <laughs> yeah. like that little? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so those are my bad. My, my bad. bad. My bad, exis- my, my bad universe for being a dick a little bit, yeah. kind of, but then also not. So also being a bigger man at the same time. My bad universe. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. It's, uh, I wanna, that needs to be a segment, being the, the bigger man. We, we, yeah. that, that's yeah. a common theme for yeah. us. You know, yeah. we, we, we seem to find that really funny, the idea of being <laughs> the bigger man, which is so immature. <laughs> but at least we're being truthful about it. I feel like everybody has that kind of like ill intent with being the bigger man. Yeah, because it's, yeah, you're never, if you're aware of you doing it, you're not really being the bigger man. Oh, it's for sure a weapon. Yeah. That is one of the most weaponized concepts in human interaction. Yeah. Being the bigger man. Because it's like, it's, it's, you pull it when you don't have the power. Yeah. You know? I have only ever been the bigger man at people. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's the only, it's only been a targeted weapon for me <laughs> anytime ever. Yeah. You know, I've like, I've had, I've had, like, there are organizations to this day that think that I am some magnanimous, like floating lotus human because of my sticking it to somebody with my bigger manness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out there. And that, and that that's like, that's a f- that'd be a funny way to make the world a better place. <laughs> by being the better man? Yeah, but just like the bigger man, Ansley. No, the better man is oh. what the not bigger man is trying to be. True, true, true. Right? Right. But if we can encourage people to be kind to one another, to stick it to one another. You think that's the, the solution? It has to be. Dude, we are so, as humans, biologically predisposed to purging. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be like the kindness purge. Yeah. yeah. That'd be so, that, that we're doing it. <laughs> I'm going to just start being a bigger man at people. I feel like uh, it could backfire really quick, though, because it's like, so you won't watch the Black Mirror. So it's like, it makes me think of that um, <coughs> social network episode where you got judged on like, like not being the bigger man, but your politeness and yeah. like your charmingness and like how you how well you did in society yeah, yeah, yeah. but then people had the power to be like no you fucking sucked you know so it's like i feel like we'll just uh i don't know take each other down with it yeah it is uh it's funny i, I mean what you just made me start thinking of is how like quickly everything can be toxic yeah yeah that's yeah. it yeah yeah it's um i was thinking about that earlier because we were talking about we were talking about hope earlier yeah right and um so to to catch anybody listening up, <laughs> you know, I was talking to my stepmom recently and we were talking about like, you know, my stepmom's mom passed somewhat recently. Uh, two years ago, was that? It's maybe three. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, right. could be three years ago. It w- was it, were we living in the other house or this house? That's what I'm trying to remember. Oh. I feel like um, we were living in the other house. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. So three years, three years, yeah. right? So uh, and we were we were talking about that and we were talking about that uh, in relation to uh Ansley's mom recently passing and my my stepmom was talking about because my stepmom didn't have necessarily the best relationship with her mom her she was a little bit of um 
self-centered, self-absorbed, I think would be the most polite way to say it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she'd, she'd say and do some, some very weird shit because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, the mother trope where the mother just says things that aren't very kind. Yeah. And you're not, you know, it's like, like where that come from. It's, I don't know. Yeah. But. And so, you know, we, and we were talking about, you know, the idea of, um, what's harder, you know, because, you know, if you haven't been listening to this podcast, what, you know, something, you know, Ansley's mom was, is a, was a wonderful, very special, unique human being. And, you know, so my stepmom was, you know, wondering, we were talking and she was like, well, I wonder what's harder, you know, losing someone like that, someone who has such a, a positive impact on so many of the people that she comes across or, you know, losing a mom that w- wasn't that, mm-hmm. you know, was, was, you know, in fact, the, uh, the direct opposite of that. Mm. You know, so what's harder and, I, and, I, and, you know, for my two cents, I suggested that it would be harder to lose the, the, the parent that is, you know, kind of like a, I don't want to say a shit bag, but, you know, if, if it was a dad, we'd be comfortable saying that. Right, 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 right. But like, I think it's harder losing that parent because all the while that person is alive, you have the hope that they can change. And then once they pass and they're gone, you, you no longer have that hope. You you lose hope, yeah. Right, and then you were you were saying how uh, where it feels like it's the opposite because like when you have a uh, because you're in your experience you feel like you now have gained hope, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't really get into uh, exactly what you meant by that in that in that moment, but I thought about it some more. What, what you possibly meant by that, which is um, in my mind, and again, I don't, I don't mean to speak for you, but. It, it seemed like uh, again, this and it, and it occurred to me afterwards because we went on a tangent, mm. you know. But it occurs to me afterwards that that, that that hope that you're referring to is the hope of being reunited with this person. I mean, or is that the hope rather? Man, I was having a hard time going back to remember exactly like what I was thinking, but um, yeah. So I think it's I think it's it's that I think it's also, you know, I think when you think about death and what you know, what's scary about it or, you know, what comes next or whatever, you come back to being like, well, I hope I lived a life worth living, Yeah. you know? And so when you see somebody pass that lived a life worth living, you mm-hmm. know, like they gave people kindness, they had the love of their family, you know, they took care of their kids, they saw their kids get raised and have families and love their kids. Like, you know, you like seeing the positive impact of your cycle on this earth that um, you can be hopeful that you can continue that cycle Okay. for you and for that person. Yeah. You know? And, uh, right. Well, so, so that's a good place to start with that because, so then I started thinking about how hope even is something that gets toxic. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I feel like a lot of these stories from ancient wisdom, which is like, we fuck with ancient wisdom so heavy. Mm hmm. God, I love ancient wisdom, <laughs> you know, because we're, we're losing we're losing sight of a lot mm-hmm. of things right now. And I think a lot of the stories cyclically are to remind us of how how things that seem altruistic and, and good can also have the potential to be toxic and bad. Sure. Right. Where it's like um, so I started like I instantly went to like movies, right, where you have like a. Uh, you know, like uh, like Mr. Freeze in the Batman movie is he has his wife frozen in a, you know, a hyperbaric chamber or whatever for years. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for the hope of being able to bring her back. And he's committed heinous crimes to be able to fund his ability to do so, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, all under the guise of hope. Right, right. right? And that's, like, uh, it was just, it w- I don't know, but just, like, it was just hitting me heavy on how there is nothing that, that can't go toxic. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. Like, without, like, everything needs balance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to think that the things that you find negative, you're like, of course they need a positive balance, but, like, things that are good, too, if left unchecked. Yeah. Check, get out of control. Yeah, it's like uh it's like even like a serial killer has the potential to murder by happenstance a more prolific serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how crazy would that be? That would be crazy. That would be so fucked up because they might find that one serial killer that the serial killer murders and pin the murders of the other serial killer on. Yeah, Dude. it might have happened. We never know. Yeah. No that idea. could have very well happened. Yeah. Man, that is a crazy thought. Yeah. Of all the coincidences, that, that has had to have happened at mm-hmm. least, let's say, five or six times. Yeah. In you think five or six times? That's a lot. F- five or six times in Western, Western America alone, like the West Coast. That's so much. That yeah, like up, the, up in that Oregon area. <laughs> yeah. They do a lot of killing up there. Yeah. It's had to happen a few yeah. times, you know? Um, yeah, the Pacific Coast. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I I don't know, I don't know, but that's uh, but that uh, that was just something I was I was thinking on. So don't be too hopeful because I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you gotta that. So that there is the there is the challenge, right? Right. How hopeful do you allow yourself to be? Which there's a fa- one of my favorite quotes from an anime is about hope. Yeah. Right. Where um, it's called Samurai Shampoo. Mm-hmm. It's a good anime. It's great. Yeah, and uh. So there's this one character that is talking to the, the main characters. I'm not going to give you a back. It's, it's, too, it's too much. you got to watch the show. Yeah. It's a good show. But he pulls up next to him and he's like, what does he say? Um, it is only hope that leads to the emotion that we call despair. But it's, it is impossible to walk the world without hope, which means man always has despair as their companion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's that. That's that. <laughs> that's I know. that, right? You can't say it much better than that. It's succinct. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, anybody with the ponytail and sandals telling you shit like that, you're like, fuck, it's too deep. Yeah. 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 So, uh, all right, we're going to get to another little segment that uh, I like I like here. Mm-hmm. And again, this is just about unpacking yourself. Yeah. Right? Seeing who you are and kind of, you can't master yourself until you know who you are. Yeah. I think a lot of us, we have a false perception of who we are because we just want to be like, I know who I am. I know, you know, and it's like, you know what you want. You don't know what you need. You know what you want. Mm-hmm. Or you know what you want to need. Or you know how you want to see yourself and it's in you know and again like how you want i, I how you want to see what you need you yeah know? it's like we think we we know ourselves because we think we're in control but like you're not in control of anything like you don't really you don't you're not it's the same like you were saying about how you judging somebody else dictates their path yeah. you know you're not really dictating your path as much as you think you are no like you're just you're just kind of i don't know which is a weird thing like you're you're like the same. The only way to understand it is to think about yourself as the same as nature, right? 
Like, is anything in nature con- in control? No, that'd be ridiculous. You know, yeah. you know, the trees aren't controlling nature out there. You know, like we we know that. So, yeah. like, why do we think that we're controlling? That sound that sounded like something that the uh, that 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 firebender from the Avatar, the, uh, the 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 master, the firebender master. Yeah, it's like, look at nature. Do you think nature is in control? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the stream determines where the stream flows? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, Anthony's on it today. Yeah. She is on one. This chick is deep and hilarious yeah. today. Yeah, it's uh, but you know, again, you gotta you gotta be able to like you know break down every little thing about yourself, and some things we don't even think about. Yeah, like so. This is one of my favorite little segments that we do here. It's called "Why Are You Watching That." Yeah. Yeah, Ansley, you've been watching the show alone. Why are you watching that? <laughs> I like first of all, what is what is alone? Alone is, uh, and the one I'm watching right now is, ten people go out into the wild. They can bring um, like ten tools with them, and they're out in the outskirts. Yeah, up in Alaska. Yeah, and they go up there right before it becomes winter, so they have time. And these guys are up there for 100 days. 100 days, you win a million bucks. Wow. So you're earning ten thousand dollars a day that you're up there. Okay. Right? If you think about it that way. Yeah. You know? So it's like, what will you endure to earn $10,000 a day for 100 days? Yeah. You know, and so they've got to Wait, prepare. Can, if, if all of them win, they does the show pay out $10 million? I, well, or it's down to seven already. Okay. At like day 24. I don't know what happens if more than one person makes it to 100. I hope we find out. Yeah. 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 But, but go on. Um, so, you know, so they're out there and they're. They're trapping and they're, you know, look, eating plants and they're fishing and they're building shelters and stuff. And I'm watching it because I like to imagine myself in that situation. You know, I want to I want to be able to survive out there. OK, so if you had to if we had to survive in the deep outskirts <laughs> of some wilderness. Yeah. Or if you you alone, are you alone or can I hang out with you? Um, I've got to survive for a while by myself. But then you can come, you can come, we oh, can find each other. Trust me, I'm not going to stay long. <laughs> Just let me come with you. Oh. I'll stay for a little and I'll bounce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to last 24 fucking days <laughs> of 100. I promise you that. But you have to let me set it up. Like, I've got to, I've got to get through the, because like the first, like the first bit is like where you have to figure, you have to problem solve hard. Yeah. So I need to build my shelter and figure out a food source. Before you get up there, I need to do this that by like myself. This is like your Viking trek. Like this is like yeah. you need to go out and it, you're you um you're not. What am I trying to say? You're uh coming. You're not coming of age. What is this uh right? Your rite of passage. This yeah, is your rite yeah. of passage. Yeah. 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 All right. So. All right. You want to ditch your man? <laughs> go out in the woods and build a fucking shell. Well, so what do you take? What's your? You get to take one thing. Like ten things. Okay, so what 10 things are you taking? You got to take something to start a fire, right? Yeah. You got to take a bow and arrow. You can't take a gun? Nobody has guns. Yeah, it's probably like hard to maintain and manage and clean Yeah. You know, while you're out there. Yeah, and I don't know if the rules, if they're allowed to or not. Okay, fair enough. But I haven't seen anybody go with a gun. Um, you have to have like an axe or a knife, you know, maybe both. An axe. You'd have a knife. Um... You gotta an RV, a camper. <laughs> you know. I don't. I've not. I've not seen anybody make their fishnets. I'm not sure if they showed up there with fishnets. Yeah. So maybe that. You have to have a sleeping bag that can withstand cold temperatures. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. People always come with wires and stuff so that they can build their traps. That's all I know is the sleeping bag. Sleeping that can bag. Withstand. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that kind of stuff. 
yeah. about what, that. What do you feel like? Would you what What do you What do you feel like would be your biggest challenge in those situations? Oh, I think it's uh, getting the food. Like, you know, finding, yeah, find, catching the animals. Yeah. Is that what excites you the most about it? Like killing animals? You just want a good reason to murder shit? <laughs> to hunt, I think. You want to hunt? I think I want to hunt. You want to hunt? Yeah. 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 Okay. I could see you with like, you know, like the blood of a kill, like wiped across <laughs> your face. Yeah. You got you got a farmhand body and a... <laughs> In a like uh like a like a visceral scream after a kill body. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I wanna do. I know that's what you <laughs> wanna do. And I wanna clean the animal and like use every part of it. You that's know? why you're like, no, no, no guns, no guns. I'm jumping out of trees and slitting throats. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna jump on the back of a moose and like start stabbing it. <laughs> 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 you have to it's for survival i can see you doing that yeah man that's pretty sick all right i mean i hope i hope uh now i would be so terrified if you were out there <laughs> you know yeah it's like man it's like she's gonna like anything could happen to you out there i know i keep wondering like what do they do if somebody dies on the show because yeah. they're like hunting bears and stuff and they're somebody's camp gets surrounded by wolves you know people like yeah you know, people could die. Dude, what if you're out there and you find out that you don't need no man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think I support this anymore. No? <laughs> no. I think that is the gateway drug to finding out you don't need no man. <laughs> man, that's why they, they sabotage the women on that show. Yeah. Has a woman ever won that show? No, not nev- not ever. Hmm. There's two on this show. They're still there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm watching right now. No? No. Watching a lot of UFC stuff. I have been. I have been, and it's, it's weird because it's like, I don't, I don't want to see my, I, I watch UFC and it's like, I watch it because I like watching people compete. <laughs> <laughs> I do not envision myself as any of these motherfuckers. Or like I do, like when I'm watching the, like the videos of their training camps and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like, I, I want to like look cool doing the battle ropes like that. Yeah. Like, that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like how hard he's throwing that medicine ball against the wall. Man, I could do that. Yeah. That's like, I envision myself doing that shit, but. As soon as the fuck they get locked in that cage together, I get anxiety. I'm like, all right, I went out, I went out of this cage. Let me out of this cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking and punching each other and shit. It's like, nah, no, thank you. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day of like, um, uh, when I was watching those fights on Saturday, like somebody got hit, you know, pretty flush, and you know, took the shot and just kept going. And all I could think about where all of those physical things that happen when you get hit in the face really hard, where like your eyes close, your teeth clench, and it feels like like hollow in your head. Yeah. It's just like, just you over and over again. I, I don't know how people like I got <laughs> knocked in the nose. I had like this tiniest bloody nose you could have. It's like a knee to the nose. And like, I was still grappling afterwards and I could like feel my nose feel. And I was just like, Oh, like, like this feels, I was like, I, I need a break. Like yeah. I need a yeah, moment. Yeah, Can yeah. I go? You know, it was just like, I could keep going, but you can <laughs> like, be in the face. It's funny to say all this stuff because like Ansley does compete uh, professionally even in jujitsu. Uh-huh. For those of you who don't know that, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. It is funny for like because like we do jujitsu all the time. We like fight all, 
all week. Yeah. We're just fighting people all week. And we're like, mm-hmm. I would never get in a ring I with know. me. Which fucking should give you some perspective. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Phys- like physical violence with another human being is fucking terrifying. I know. No, yeah. thank you. No. No. We're going to, uh, we got a couple more segments then we'll get out of here. Ansley, so this is a, Another thing that we like to do to give us, you know, keep perspective on what we what we what we're doing to the week, how how are how we're applying ourselves in the week, yeah. From each week, and we do a little little look back, and we like to give our week a little brand, yeah. Anthony, what is what what is your what was your week this week? My week was, you was badass bitch in charge. Yeah. Yeah. You're my boss ass bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. Ah, you're doing the park girl dance. Yeah, all week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you were. you were. You were crushing it this week. Yeah. Man, we were yinning and yanging. I was getting fucked up this week. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just, like, at jujitsu all week. I was just getting the business, you know? Yeah. I just felt like this week was... Um, you know, I, I feel like this week I had to really lean heavily on my durability and positivity. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was just, you know, not, I mean, even, you know, like I was get, I'm getting to do fun comedy shows in New York City, but I've been, you know, coming home really late and getting to bed late and I haven't been getting really good sleep. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I know this isn't the segment, the routine, routine check-in, but my routine has been a little off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh I've just, yeah, I've just been taking a licking and you've been ticking. <laughs> well, it was an interesting week for me because I w- feel like I haven't done jujitsu in forever. And yeah. Like, I definitely wasn't my main focus, you know? And so it was like, I felt like, though, I was able to use, you know, people in jujitsu will tell you that one of the reasons why jujitsu is so great is because it is a huge struggle. You mm-hmm. know, every day, multiple times, you know, throughout the whole night that you're there, you're struggling, you know, and things aren't easy. Agreed. And yeah, and you have to work through all this and you have to remain, rely on your positivity yeah. and your uh, durability, you know. And so like, but you go through that over and over and over and over again. So when you face this in the real world, you're like, well, at least somebody's like sweaty butt isn't dripping into my face right now. You know, yeah. like you get to deal with other challenges like, you know, I'm not being suffocated. Like, you know, th- you can look at this and you can you can get through it. Although, to be fair, if you were at work and somebody was dripping their sweaty butt on your face, you wouldn't be like, thank God for jujitsu for preparing me for this. <laughs> no, <nothing laughs> yeah. would prepare you we'd, for that. we'd have a serious human resources problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you better c- fucking get that butt drip out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, no, I agree. I agree. It, it's like, yeah, it's just funny to me that I was, because I was thinking of like my, my week, it was just like, I was just taking a licking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's uh, and I was like, you know, and then I kept ticking. I was just licking and ticking. Yeah. You know, but actually you were the one. T- you were just t- you were just tick, 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 just <laughs> crushing it. You were licking. Yeah. I was just licking <laughs> as a couple. Yeah. Yin we come, we, yeah. We were yin and yang. We were licking and ticking, baby. Yeah. You were holding it down. Yeah, I was. I mean, that's another thing, too. It's like with you being so busy at work, I was handling a lot of the things that you typically handle. Uh-huh. And it's just like. On top of the things I typically handle, which is mostly avoiding my kids, uh-huh. it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> it was tough to do my thing and your thing. Yeah, because your thing is the antithesis of my thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're in there, yeah. doing it and doing things, and it's like I'm in the shed. Is <laughs> 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 so how do I? I couldn't. I couldn't do both. No, I couldn't do both. No. 
which was licking me. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Licking me hard. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what did we do this week? Did we do it? Did you achieve enlightenment? How close did you get? Where are you on that scale? Um, no, I did not achieve enlightenment, but um, it was a good. It was a good week, and I think I'm gonna find some peace in this week coming up. Yeah, I've uh, I've taken some steps in some of the things that I wanted to do. Nice. Like I've recommitted myself to meditating. Okay. How many times did you do it this week? Today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we ain't perfect here at Two Jack Brothers. We're just trying to be better. That's all it is. Yeah. And um, I bought myself some collagen gummies to take. Yeah. You know, so that's a step in my herbal um, medicine health. That's going to help me with my joints is the hope. Yeah. I'm going to try it and see how it makes me feel. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking steps. Yeah. I'm moving in the right direction. Hell, yeah. Sick. I don't think I achieved enlightenment this week either. I, I, I do feel like I was moving in the right direction. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just having a good time. I feel like I've been, I've been enjoying my art mm-hmm. in, in a way that I haven't enjoyed it in a very long time. I've been really uh, enjoying it, getting out there and, and connecting with comedians that I want to be friends with for the purpose of I enjoy their company, not because... I can do something for, like, you know. I, I felt that this week, too. I, like, really enjoyed people. And, like, yeah. being around the people that I love in life, you know, and realizing, like, what good friends I have and, like, really appreciating them. Yeah. I'm definitely calling this episode the Puerto Rican Parade. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. And, and, you're, and you're, I mean, I feel like this is, uh, you're kind of getting over a little stuffy thing that you had to deal with all through that hard work week yeah champ man you crushed it this week yeah really happy really proud of you thank you you're very welcome i I appreciate you you've been you've been great man listen we're just (laughs) 21 years and we still appreciate each other listen this it ain't easy yeah it ain't easy to appreciate this chick over here <laughs> watch out i'm going out in the woods yeah you better not you better not that's the only you can't appreciate me out there no. <laughs> you gotta All right. keep me around yeah i do i have to i have to fucking be good i got you know it's give and take man it's uh relationships are a curse <laughs> like if good relationships they're, they're a curse for each person they are yeah because now you're like oh i've got to live to the standard like i've got to live yeah like yeah yeah. Bad relationships are a curse for one person. Yeah. And that is the fucking prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> do I do the things it takes to be in a good relationship so we're both cursed? <laughs> or do I only have that motherfucker be cursed? You, be, you are the curse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, do, do I, I be, be the curse? Or, or do I, am I cursed? A little bit of curse. It's, yeah. it's some curse. It's not a lot of curse. You both share some curse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or you could be the curse. Yeah. That's Damn, right. that's that's a tough decision. Yeah. Wow. I see why, yeah. Yeah. I get it why some of y'all motherfuckers are single out there, man. <laughs> Just out there cursing it up. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, let me do these shout outs. All right. This is a nice, this is a nice easy, laid back episode. I, you know, I feel, I was, you know, having a good time. It was chill. You know, I don't know. Can I tell you something I learned this week that I thought was interesting? Yeah. Um, did you know in World War II, in Germany, and I believe also in Japan, if you were, like, at the end of the war, 
when things were going bad for those two countries and they were clearly losing mm -hmm. the war. If you were a civilian in Germany and you were like, oh, well, things aren't going good, we're going to lose the war, you could be charged with defeatism. Yeah. Defeatism. And be thrown in jail. Dude, I'm such a fucking German. Yeah. I'm so German. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm constantly charging everyone in this house with defeatism. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feed you. Calm down. It's like, stop <laughs> saying I'm hungry all the time. You're acting defeatist right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Man, is that you think that's why like Germans have like like nowadays they seem to be like pretty chipper. They are very pretty, positive pretty people. Pretty positive people. Yeah, yeah. It's like just, shh, you don't want to see what happens when we go, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's, uh, been beat out of them. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Kind of blew we, my mind. We need that. Yeah. Cold, we need to stop. We need to be like stop using the word triggered for a year. Yeah. We'll fucking purge you. <laughs> we need a threat of a purge. We can give people a year to get their shit together. Yeah, yeah. Like like one purge. <laughs> that's how it starts, Sydney. I think that's the point of this movie these movies. Yeah, I think it is. I was about to say one purge for like ten minutes. Yeah, no. That's where it starts. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, 10 minutes was kind of a weird amount of time. How about the next one be like an hour? <laughs> I was caught in the middle of it, like when 10 <laughs> minutes ended. The person wasn't dead yet, but I definitely stabbed him. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Dude, Can, uh, it's just a lot of people like living with fucked up injuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not good at killing other people yet. We've never done it before. Like, yeah, we needed a learning curve for this yeah. purge. <laughs> so we'll do the next, next one will be an hour. I feel yeah. like I could have killed him. In the, if I had an hour, I could have killed him. Yeah. You know, and then like that isn't enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get why the forever purge now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's, uh, all right, we're going to get out of here yeah. on that. It's, uh, do some shout outs. Shout out to Mike Butler, Mike Levy, Lizbot, Doc, Kevin Stevens, Julian from Canada, and his wife, Meg.says.so on Instagram, and her podcast, So and Tell. They saved us during the pandemic. Kevin Lau, what up? Mary Jo Butterly, what up? Nicole Rod, Janelle Courtney, Rick, Kotrick, that is, Keith Butts, Andrew Pace, Kyle Hancock. Uh, Erica Daniels, Levi Mercer, Justin Masabi, Ezekiel Ellis, Logan Ryan, Roger Down, Joe Rob, Joe Francis, and his girlfriend's company, Saved by the Reef, TJ James, our man down under, holding us down, Nick Cupsey and his two books, Lost in the Mail, and the five people you meet in Wawa. This old guy, don't remember who you were, but I hope you're holding, man, I hope you're just living it up and loving it. I hope you enjoyed the Puerto Rican parade, dude. <laughs> Chris Bruno, Kevin McGran, Graham Hoffman, Chris Tucker, Derek Towson, who is my brother? We have different last names. I will, yeah, you get it. Sean Dowdy, Guy Patterson, Brian Buckner, Buckner, Tuscany Rodriguez, Sean the Boner King, King of All Boners, and shout out to his little Prince Boner. <laughs> That's his son, not his boner. <laughs> <laughs> John Montag, uh, or is it Montague? I forget. Sam Amon and our man Cam Snyder. Damn, you are currently listening to Melissa Val Kingdom and her band Circadian Clock. I'm like tired at the end of this episode. Like yeah. from the episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, you're currently listening to Melissa Vile Kingdom Her band Circadian Clock Check out Melissa Vile Kingdom's YouTube page Beethoven Violin You know how to spell Bay. Stop acting like you don't understand slang Beethoven Violin And uh, thank you so much We love you guys Love you Mate
Tchau, tchau.